Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So, who, friend, I have to tell you, this is kind of funny because for the first time in, oh gosh, it's been, I think it's actually maybe even been months, I am doing a show where it's just me. I don't have a guest. Um, gosh, it feels a little bit crazy. It's a little bit weird to not be going right into introducing somebody. So, but because, especially because it's been so long, it's been a while since we've really just talked about ads, right? So I know that we talked about ads with guests that have come on the show, but it's been a while since we've just talked about ads. So I decided today to do a Q&A show where I take your questions. Um, some are ones that you spe- uh submitted specifically for the show. Some are questions that I get all the time when I'm leading workshops or I get them often enough inside my Ad Maker Society monthly membership or questions that I get from potential clients and even some of my clients and students as well. So let's just dive in. And if you are listening to the show after the fact and you have questions that you would like me to answer on a future show, let me know. Um, you can always email me, jen at theadsmaven.com, or you can find me and slide into my DMs on Facebook or Instagram, either platform. It's just at Jen Posick. Okay? All right. So first question. All right. So I'm going to start, actually. This is a really simple one. Do you use ads on your personal or your business page? Okay, in order to run ads, you have to have a Facebook business page. Now, this is even if you're just going to run uh, Instagram ads, you really do have to have a Facebook business page. However, weirdly enough, you do not have to have an Instagram business profile in order to run ads on Instagram. Actually, one of my clients, she has a Facebook page, Facebook business page. She does not have an Instagram, and we run ads consistently to grow her list to Instagram with Instagram story ads that are killing it and are super effective. And the way that it works with Instagram, you're still going to run it from inside the Ads Manager platform, but you can do it as use selected page, meaning use the selected Facebook business page so that you don't actually have to have, like, they can't click and it'll just take them to your Instagram, but they can click and it'll still show up at, so it'll show up as your Facebook business page. So, yes, you do need a Facebook business page. You do not actually need an Instagram business profile. However, the one thing I will say with that, if you are running ads to a warm audience, so your warm audience is people who already know you a little bit, your full warm audience is your email list. It's going to be people who have visited your website in the last 180 days and people who have engaged with you on Facebook and Instagram on your business pages or profile in the last year. 
if you do not have an Instagram, that will not count. So for that client where we're running those ads to uh, her Instagram where she does not actually have an Instagram, people that have engaged with that ad are not going to be counted in that warm audience. Now, at the same time, anybody that has visited her website in the last 180 days from that ad, they will be counted. And anybody that then goes on to sign up on her email list, they will be counted. But just people that have engaged will not because she does not actually have an Instagram business profile, which is all very interesting. Um, wow, I actually thought that was going to be a very quick little answer of business page, and then it was not. So funny. Um, one of the other things when I'm talking about the warm audience, uh, in order to upload your email list, your contact list, you do have to have a business manager account. Facebook made that change, I don't know, in the last year, maybe a little bit longer than that. So it used to be, I didn't recommend having a business manager because I didn't think you needed it. It just is a little trickier. However, since Facebook made that change to, to have to upload your email list, I definitely suggest switching over to a business manager if you can. With that, it can be a little bit tricky. So you you need it to be able to upload your email list, but also if you're going to create any lookalike audiences based on your email list, your client list, your customer list, anything like that, you have to have a business manager account as well. Lookalike audiences, and we'll talk a little bit about audiences because I had a question around that uh, a little bit later, but lookalike audiences tend to be a really effective way to target a cold audience. So in order to do ones for your email list, you do have to have a business manager account. So to get one, I think you can just go to facebookforbusiness.com and it should redirect you to create a business manager. Um, what's actually the easiest way to do it, this sounds a little bit tricky, but if you're already running ads, I would go inside ads manager, go to audiences, so you go to the menu at the top and go to the audiences section. And from there, go to create a new audience. Do custom audience. So create audience, custom audience, and then select contact list. And it will redirect you to create a business manager account if you don't already have it. Or if you already have set up a business manager, because I find probably about half the time when I work with somebody new, they've already set up a business manager. We just need to transfer their ad account into that business manager platform. So you either create a new one or you transfer. Either way, you're moving your ad account into your business manager. If it's a brand new business manager, they do make you run ads for just to like pay Facebook for running ads. So like run ads for a few days before they'll still let you upload your email list. That's also another newer thing that has happened. But I do suggest switching over to a business manager platform. Okay. Um, this is a really good question. Why should I use ads when nothing I've tried in the past works? So, I don't know. This answer might surprise you, but if you've been listening to the Ads Maven for a while, you might also, you might also know. I actually would not, if nothing else is working, why would you run ads? I think you would just waste your money. So, here's the thing. Ads, and when I when I talk about Facebook ads, I'm also talking about uh, Instagram ads as well. When you're running Facebook ads, Facebook ads are amazing at helping you scale up 
reach a larger audience. But if what you're already doing organically is not bringing people in, if your business is just like flopping no matter what you're trying, Facebook ads are just going to amplify that. Basically, the ads just amplify whatever it is you're doing. So if your funnel is broken, you're just going to give Facebook all your money by running ads. Instead, you have to figure out a system that's going to work, test it organically, and then, and only then, should you start running ads to it. Now, the alternative could be, let's say you have a really large budget, you're fine to spend some money testing. That could be okay, but just know, it's going to take some time, it's going to take some testing. The best thing that I suggest, test organically, make sure people are responding before you put too much money behind ads. Make sense? Okay, so with that, let's talk a little bit about ad strategies that are actually effective. In general, there's two things that I suggest using Facebook ads for. The first is to grow your email list so that you can then sell to the list. The second is to send people to something where you are selling. Now, it could be that you're launching with a webinar, a workshop, an online challenge, something like that. It could be that you're just selling directly. It could be a small product. It could be a large product. Either of those makes sense to run ads to. Outside of that, it can be a little bit trickier. So you really want to look at what's the main goal, what are you trying to do, but then in terms of if you want to grow your email list or if you want to get people to sign up for stuff that you're offering, Facebook ads can usually be pretty effective. So with that, you want to grow your email list. There's a few ways that you can do that. You have a regular lead magnet where you're giving them something free of value to that gives them like a quick win, right? So some lead magnet examples I have. I have a free guide. It's my roadmap to profitable Facebook ads. I also have a quiz about are Facebook ads a perfect match for your business. So you can um, just, if you want to see what those look like, you can go to jenposick.com slash roadmap for the roadmap. If you want to check out the quiz, you can go to jenposick.com slash quiz and check those out. Um, for a... If you are like a local business, especially if you're like a service-based business, instead of a lead magnet, it may make more sense that you're giving some type of a special offer. Or even if it's like online, you have like an online business, but it's like product-based, it might be like a special offer. Like, uh, so my friend Amanda has uh, owned Slow Foods Kitchen. She was on the Ads Maven. Gosh, it's been a while. It was like back in the beginning when the show was first getting started, and for that, it's like a regular lead magnet doesn't necessarily make sense when really she wants people to buy her kale chips. So a special offer for her could be something like um, she's run ones where it's like get a free bag of kale chips with your first $10 order or free shipping when you spend whatever amount. Um, so that could be a special offer to get people signing up for your email list and then hopefully making a purchase. Uh, you also could do a small offer. So you may have even seen small offers being offered. Sometimes they're called tiny offers, small offers. Essentially, it's a small investment where right off the bat you're being asked to pay some money. A lot of times you'll see them for 27 or 37 or even 47. Sometimes it'll even be like 
$7, right? Um, so you could also do a small offer that leads them onto your email list and then into your world. Or if it's going to be something for purchases, it could be a lot of people in my world. No, let me back up. If the purchase that you're wanting them to make is basically more than like $50, I suggest giving some type of value first. So like a webinar, workshop, um, or a challenge. So it could be that you're running those ads to get people into the workshop. And then I especially see it as effective when the workshop leads people to a discovery call with you. So it could also be some ads that are going to get people to sign up for a call with you after they've already signed up for the workshop. Make sense? All right. So we are going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about some more of your Facebook and Instagram ads questions. All right. You are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So we are doing a Facebook and Instagram ads Q&A with your questions. So one of the questions that I have gotten from lots of people, which makes a lot of sense to be asking right now, is do ads actually work right now? I've also gotten the question of how's business? Are people running ads? So I know the world is in a crazy place right now. The pandemic is changing a lot of stuff for a lot of people. And when it first happened, I honestly thought that it would make some big changes with Facebook ads. And in some ways it has, but weirdly, Facebook ads are doing really well right now. Ads are absolutely working right now. And I know that a lot of people 
I mean, this is a tough time financially for a lot of people in the world. I know a lot of people are out of work um, and businesses are changing and I know a lot of businesses are going out of business and all of that. But at the same time, people are also spending money and investing in themselves and their businesses and investing in things that make sense in the long run. So I wanted to just tell you um, just a few case studies from some of my clients because it's so interesting in the last okay so hang on let me back up actually first off a lot of people stopped advertising when the pandemic happened and rightfully so because not every business makes sense to be advertising right now some of them advertising could come across as a bit tone deaf right so a lot of businesses stopped advertising which meant that there's more space to reach people with your ads. So weirdly, ad costs started going down. Now, in addition to that, more people are home and they're on their devices. So because of that, ad costs also started going down, which is very weird. Now, I will say personally, I think ad costs are starting to creep back up a little bit. Um, I think as people realized that ad costs were low, a lot more people started advertising. And um, I also think, you know, I know places are reopening. So I think people are start. Anyways, I think ad costs are starting to go a little bit up. However, ads are totally effective right now still. I've also seen several of my clients have been launching things recently or just making offers, continuing to make offers. And they've still been making lots of money. You guys, people are still spending a lot of money. It's kind of crazy to see it all happening, but it really is true. Um, I actually just got a message from somebody. So, so I'm helping a business run ads for, it's a construction company, and they are running ads to bring in new leads. And I have to tell you, so typically, if you're running ads to like a lead magnet, I'm looking for those leads to come in between like $1 and $3 a person. If I'm running ads to like a webinar or a workshop or a challenge, I'm looking for those. Typically, they're a little bit more expensive, like 3 to $8 a person. Um, and I'll talk, I'll talk about some of those in a bit. Now, with this company to get leads, because the ad is literally just running for, hey, are you interested in our services? Sign up here. So it's – and it's to a very small audience because it's local ads – right? You're not running it to the whole U.S. It's only to a small audience that has the money for it and tiny audience. Tiny audiences tend to be a little bit more expensive and it's not like a quick thing, right? So people who are signing up, they have to really be interested. So the cost per lead, it's around $100 a lead, which seems a little bit crazy when you're used to getting like dollar leads, but they don't need very many people. They just need people to, to commit, right? And what we're finding is the people, like the, the quality of the lead, even though it's expensive to get, is really high. So they've only gotten a few leads, but leads are closing. They closed a like $8,000 lead last week. They just like today closed an $11,000 lead. It's amazing, right? So to make $11,000 off of a $100 lead, I think is 100% worth it. 
worthwhile, right? So that's like the return on ad spend. Gosh, I don't even know. But basically, for every dollar you give Facebook, you get back, would it be like $1,000? No, that's not right. $100? I don't know. It's really high. I'll do this. I'll see if I can do the math on the break. Anyway, so that's one example of ads where they're still effective right now. Um, another example, one of my clients recently uh, launched her, her her membership. It's like a yearly membership. Um, sometimes the doors are closed to it, so she decided to open the doors. She did a online workshop where she told all about it. Now, she had a really big goal, you guys. Her goal was to get a 1,000 people signing up for the workshop. Now, her goal was actually a 1,000 people. She did the workshop twice over two, over two days. Um, her goal was to have a 1,000 people, but she told me, the way she told me, she wanted a 1,000 people signing up through Facebook ads. So that was my goal. She said we hit the goal because we already had, when we were only at like 800 people signing up for the Facebook ads and tried to get to turn off the ads, and I was so sad because I was like, wait a minute, that's not what we agreed to. But she ended up having well over a thousand people because a lot over a thousand came from the ads, and then several hundred also came organically from her promoting to her list, promoting on Facebook, promoting on Instagram, and we were able to get those thousand people signing up for less than two dollars a person, which is amazing. And she has had almost—I don't know if she crossed the line yet. She may have because the launch is kind of not quite finished. About right under 100 people who joined her membership. 100 people. Amazing. And this is the craziest part because it goes against what I typically say. Most of them, the vast majority of those 1,000 new people were cold audience. We ran only a few ads to her existing warm audience. Typically, I will say... If you are running ads to like a webinar, your warm audience is still going to be the ones that are most likely to buy. But in this case, it was not even true. Now, I know a lot of people that joined were in her warm audience. I'm sure some of them were. But to have those types of amazing results from a cold audience and less than $2 a lead. Oh, my God. So good. Now, I will tell you, that doesn't always mean that for every client you're able to be able to get those types of leads. For some of them, you absolutely can. Um, another one of my clients, she spent uh, she spent about five thousand in Facebook ads. Uh, I don't know her final numbers, but when she was still in the middle of her launch, she'd have had sixty one people already purchase a thousand dollar course. Sixty one people. Now, in her case, when she was running ads, to uh, she did like basically kind of like a challenge where it was like 10 days of trainings. Um, and those leads were coming in. It was less than $2 a lead. It was closer to the like around a dollar a lead, which was also amazing and insane and also to a cool audience. Crazy. Um, so sometimes the leads are coming in low. Now, I will tell you, I have another client where she's also totally killing it with her ads right now. Her leads, though, are more like $4 a lead. And no, I have tried, you guys, I have to tell you, I have tried like everything. I've tested everything in terms of the audience, everything in terms of graphics, videos, different copy, 
that right just under $4 a lead seems to be like the sweet spot for her. Now, at the same time, when she closes somebody, she's making 3500 from each person that that she closes. So it's okay that the leads are a little bit more expensive, kind of like with the $100 leads and then 8000 or 11000 to closing them. So it really just depends so much on the business. It depends on your audience. It depends on so many factors. But to answer the question, do ads work right now? A hundred percent. But you have to have a strategy that you already know is working. That is one of the biggest things. If the strategy does not work, if it is will not work for you organically, if you're not able to sell them, the ads are just going to waste your money. Now, when I talk about the if you're not able to sell them, that's a huge part of it. I help my clients get more people in the door, but I'm not a salesperson, right? I could help bring them. I could bring in those thousand leads to to the webinar, but if the webinar sucked, <laughs> that would be just a total waste of the money, right? If you get on the phone with somebody for a discovery call and aren't sure what you're doing, uh, if you do a consultation and you're just not good at selling them on your services, that's also going to be a bit of a waste of money. Now, I will tell you, I did an episode, oh gosh, I don't even know how long ago, but my friend Joanna Sapir uh, came on and talked a little bit about discovery calls. If you have not listened to that episode, I highly recommend you go back to it because she is amazing at helping people uh, be better at sales, be better at discovery calls. That, I mean, that's not all she does with her business, but it was a really good episode that I highly suggest that you check out because you do have to also be good at at sales. You have to be good at connecting with your potential clients to make the ads worthwhile as well. Whew, that was a lot. Okay, um, let's see. Next question. Ooh, this one... All right, actually, you guys, I get this question all the time. Why can't I just boost a post? Now, I'm just I'm going to give you an example. Uh, so a friend of mine, uh, she and her boyfriend, so she's watched so many of my classes. She's one of my clients. I've worked with her with her business quite a bit, right? She knows you don't boost a post. Her boyfriend, she tried to explain it to him. He was not convinced, and he, for his own business, continued to boost posts. And it was so funny, you guys. I had a conversation with the two of them the whole time. He's arguing, but why can't I just boost it in this case? Why can't I just boost it in this case, right? Now, I will tell you, there are some cases where you can just boost a post. I still don't love it, but it's not like the worst thing in the world. And then there are some cases where if you boost a post, it's just going to give your money away to Facebook. So we have a break coming up. When we get back, we'll talk about when are the times you can, meh, you still can boost, when are the times you absolutely have to run it from inside Ads Manager. Okay? All right. So you are listening to the Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? 
Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to the ads maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. All right, so today we are talking about Facebook and Instagram's Q&A. So I'm answering all of the questions that you guys have about Facebook and Instagram ads. So if you are listening to this later and you think, oh, I really wish she would have answered this big question that I have, feel free Send me an email, jen at theadsmaven.com, or find me on Facebook or Instagram and slide into my DMs. Let me know what your question is so that I can answer it next time. Now, I will also say, if you are listening to this and you're like, ooh, I really need to know more about my specific situation and you would like to schedule some time to chat, I am more than happy to do that. Or if you know that you just want to learn more about ad strategy and you need to see some specific examples, you can also do that. So in order to learn a little bit more about ad strategy, get some ideas going, feel free to go to jenpasick.com slash workshop. I have a free Facebook and Instagram ads workshop there that really goes into uh, ad strategy, some mistakes that I see people make all the time, and it gives a lot of examples where you can see them. I know when it comes to Facebook and Instagram ads, it can be a little bit tricky to not be able to see physically like what I'm talking about. Um, or if you just want to schedule some time to chat with me um, about ad strategy for yourself or see if we're a good fit to work together, I'm happy to schedule some time on my calendar. You can go to calendly.com slash jenposik to do that. I'm pretty sure there's also a link to that in the show notes, but it's calendly.com slash jenposik. Okay, so before we went to the break, we were talking about why can't I just boost the post? All right, so there are sometimes when it's okay, sometimes when it's a waste of money. The biggest thing that you have to look at is what is the goal of your ad? Is the goal to basically keep them on Facebook or is the goal to take them off of Facebook onto your own platform, like onto your email list um, to for a lead magnet, onto your email list for a webinar or a workshop or to make a purchase, okay? If you just want to keep them on Facebook, like you want them to engage with a post, you want them to watch a video, you want them to uh, send you a message on Facebook Messenger, uh, you want them to click going or maybe to a Facebook event, you could potentially boost that post. I'm not 100% opposed. I don't love it. But if that's your goal is just to get them to engage on a post, you could boost it and it's not the end of the world. 
if your goal is to get them to sign up for your email list or to make a purchase, boosting a post is 100% going to waste your money. Okay? So the reason for that is the Facebook algorithm. The algorithm is brilliant. It knows way too much about us. But as advertisers, one of the coolest things about it that is the fact that it knows how we use Facebook. So it knows who's most likely to engage on a post. It knows who's most likely to watch a video. It knows who's most likely to click a link. It knows who's most likely to just keep on scrolling. And it knows who's most likely to convert, to actually go to a website and then sign up for something. So we can tell Facebook, I want you to show the ad to the people in my audience that are most likely to take the action that I want them to take. Okay, so we do this at the campaign level and we do this by setting the ad objective. When you set the objective correctly, it's going to save you money. So some of the possible objectives, you have engagement, so like post engagement, page likes, um, event responses. You have video views, you have messages. Those are ones where they're staying on Facebook. If you're choosing those, you could boost a post. Okay, but if you want people to click off of Facebook and onto your website, you have to run it inside Ads Manager. So when you want people to click off of Facebook and onto your website, you have two options. You could run the ads for traffic or you could run the ads for conversions. If you run the ad for traffic, you're basically telling Facebook, I want people to click to this specific URL. Now, once what they do after that, Facebook's not optimizing for it. So if you specifically want them to sign up for a webinar, sign up for a challenge, sign up for a workshop, sign up for your lead magnet, you want to run the ad for conversions because then they're going to be most likely to convert onto your email list to convert into a sale. I will tell you 90%, maybe even 95% of the ads that I run are ads for conversions. In order to run the ads for conversions, you do have to have a Facebook pixel, either a standard event pixel or a custom conversion on the thank you page to sh be able to track when somebody has actually converted. Okay? I know Facebook pixels are a huge thing, and as long as we have time, we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, later. But you have to have that pixel in place in order to run the ad for conversions. If you are not able to place a Facebook pixel, like say you don't own the site, like you want to send them to your Etsy page or you want to send them to your Amazon page, you're going to have to run the ad for traffic. Um, it's good. It's not as good. I will tell you in one case with one of my clients recently, we were running ads to a webinar where the thank you page was actually a Zoom webinar uh, page. Zoom had a glitch which did not make me very happy, but because of it, we even, we were, you can place a Facebook pixel on Zoom webinars. However, there was some type of a glitch. It was not letting it actually track. It wasn't showing up. So people were signing up for the webinar, but we were not able to actually track who was. So the ads for conversions did not work. We had to instead run the ads for traffic. Sometimes also, it might make sense to run the ad for traffic, and it's worth it to test. If it's a retargeting ad, asking people to sign up for a time on your calendar. I see it both ways. 
with some of my clients, it's so weird. Some of them, I run those ads for traffic and they get more people signing up. Some of them, I run them for conversions and it gets more people signing up. With all things with Facebook ads, it's like you just have to test it and see what what works best for you, for your business, for your audience. Okay, so with all of that, if you are going to run those types of ads, ads for traffic, ads for conversions, especially ads for conversions, you cannot boost the post. You have to run the ad inside Ads Manager. I know it takes a little bit longer, but once you really understand how to run those ads, it only takes a few minutes longer than pressing boost post. Okay? So there are a few times you can boost a post. The majority of the time, if you want people to actually do something off of Facebook, you have to run them in Ads Manager. Make sense? Okay. Uh, one of the next questions is, What's the difference between Facebook and Instagram ads? So this is such a good one. So it's really interesting because you can run all the ads together. So you run Instagram ads inside. Oh, by the way, when I'm talking about boosting a post, I am also talking about that Instagram promote button that is at the bottom of your posts with Instagram. Promoting it, promoting a post on Instagram is the same as boosting a post on Facebook. I don't recommend it. Run your Instagram ads and your Facebook ads inside Ads Manager, okay? So you can select placements. You can do automatic placements where it'll put it everywhere you can see ads. So it'll put it in the news feed on Facebook. It'll put it in the news feed on Instagram. It'll put it in video feeds in the marketplace, in uh, Instagram Explore. It'll put it in instant articles. It'll put it on the right-hand column. Uh, on desktop, it'll put it on like those third-party apps. Or you can choose where it goes specifically. In general, so this is also really weird. Because Facebook's algorithm is kind of like a living thing, it's getting smarter every day. And as it's gotten smarter, it's actually able to make better choices. So... Sometimes I see those automatic placements tend to do better and give better costs than manually deciding and saying, okay, I want it to only show up in the news feed. Either way, in general, the only place people really take action is going to be in the news feed, on Facebook and on Instagram. You could do them both together or you could do a separate ad to each each one. Um, I think both are worthwhile. It's worthwhile to test it either way. It really just depends on your budget. In general, for a budget, I suggest that you spend at least $10 per day per thing that you're testing. So let's say you want to run ads just to Facebook and you also want to run ads, the exact same ad, just to Instagram. I would suggest that you do $10 a day on the ad to Facebook, $10 a day on the ad to Instagram. Okay? Now, in general, if you're putting them both together, Facebook tends to give most of the reach, most of the money to Facebook, but it's not always the case. It's so interesting. I was looking, uh, I was working with one of my done with you clients the other day. So in that case, we work together to get your ads up and running and as effective as possible. We're looking at the analytics of it. And when we do that, you go in the ads manager platform on the right hand side. It's the section, um, oh gosh, 
What does it even say over there? You guys, I'm so sorry. I'm totally blanking, but there's a right-hand section where there's like a little drop-down menu, and you're going to select by delivery and then by placement. And we could see with one of her ads, she'd had, so let's say she had like 35 people that had signed up so far. 25 of them had come from Instagram, and only like a couple of them had come from Facebook. Now, that's totally the opposite of what I usually see. But in her case, it absolutely makes sense to test running the ads just to Instagram just to see what the difference is. Now, the other thing that I do suggest testing, um, sometimes it works so effectively, sometimes it doesn't, it really depends on your audience, are Instagram Stories ads. Now, I say Instagram Stories ads, but really I mean Stories ads in general because you can also run Facebook Stories ads and you can also run Messenger Stories ads. I will do all three together. However, I really only see results from Instagram Stories. So Instagram Stories, if you don't know, if you're not familiar, when you go on Instagram, at the very top, there's uh, the little stories, and you can click through. Um, it's like people's faces are in little circles. And as you scroll through the stories, every few stories will be sponsored ones. If you're going to do an Instagram stories ad, as I suggest running that as manual placements only to the stories platform, and I suggest that you record basically an organic Instagram story, where you're letting people know to swipe up to get what you're offering, um, where it's facing the camera, the 15 seconds, up to 15 seconds, do it just like you would an organic Instagram story. So, for example, if it's, um, let's say I'm advertising my Facebook and Instagram ads workshop, I might say, hey, want to learn more about Facebook and Instagram ads, swipe up to get my free workshop. Okay, And then I might put a little bit of text that says free Facebook and Instagram ads workshop swipe up. If you're running Instagram stories ads, I definitely suggest running those as a separate placement. Okay, So you can test Facebook and Instagram ads together or separately. I think that really depends on your budget. If you're running Instagram stories ads specifically, that should always be tested separately. Make sense? All right. We have our last break coming up. When we get back, we're going to continue to talk about your questions. I'll continue to give A's to your Q's. All right, you're listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. 
I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. All right, so I'm giving you the A's to your Q's about Facebook and Instagram ads. All right, so the next question, I get this one a lot. I got it just the other day. Do videos perform better than graphics? All right, what do you think? Any guesses? So first off, I'm going to tell you, you have to test it. Ha ha. I bet you probably thought I was going to say that. I tell you this for basically everything. With everything, when it comes to Facebook ads, you have to test it. Now, in general, yes, videos do work better. And I think so much of that is because videos just, when you can see the person, you can hear the person, or even like, yeah, the video is muted, but you can see the person and you can see what they're saying and read the captions. It just grows the no like and trust factor so much faster. It draws your eyes to it. So typically, yes, videos do work better. But if you have the budget for it, I suggest you test. If you don't have the budget for it, I suggest you start off with videos. When you run a video ad, um, and I'm not saying a video ad for video views, but any type of objective that you're running the ad for. So if you're running an ad for conversions to get people to sign up for your email list, if you're running an ad for traffic, if you're running it for video views, you still want to, as long as you have a video in it, you want to make sure that you generate those captions for your ad. You can do it where you do generate captions automatically and then you just have to go in and edit them because it'll be fairly right on, but sometimes things will always be off. Like Facebook always misspells my name if it's like a website and you say like .com, it'll spell it out like D-O-T space C-O-M. So you do have to go in and edit the text. But in general, you definitely want to make sure that you have captions. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Is there a way um, to message the – ooh, this is a this is a good question. Uh, is there a way to message people who like or follow your page, um, your business page that comes from your business page – and or run ads to them specifically. Okay, you probably could message people that like your page. Um, yes, that would just take a little bit of time to do that organically. One of the things that I absolutely recommend though is anytime somebody is liking your ads, if you go under any single post, not even just ads, but any any ad or post that you have, it'll say the number of people that have liked it, that have reacted to it, and you click on that number, it'll open up, and anybody who has not already liked your page, you can click Invite to invite your page, um, and that'll come from your business page. You could, I think there is a thing in there, if you then also click on the person that you could message them, that has shifted over time. It's not really uh, something that I that I do. However, that's it's you could test it and just see. Um, absolutely, you can run ads to them. So you could run ads to anybody who's liked your page. Create just create an audience of people that have liked your page. You could also create an audience of anybody that has engaged with your page, which would probably be a little bit stronger than people who have liked it. I know, for example, my page, I have about 18,000 people who are fans of my business page because back in the day, I ran ads for page likes. I don't actually recommend running ads for page likes anymore. Most of those people have not engaged with my page in years, if ever. So instead, if somebody's engaging with your page, they're more likely to like it, 
So that's why I suggest if they've reacted to your posts, invite them to like your page. But in general, it'll be a stronger audience, people who've engaged with your page than people who have liked it. Does that make sense? All right. Um, let's see. Oh, gosh, we are running short on time. Whew. Let me see which question I want to answer next because I still have a few more to get through. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. All right, this question I have gotten a lot. Basically, what email system should I use? What landing page system should I use? Which platform is best? For all of these, my answer is pretty much the same. I actually don't think it matters. So when it comes to landing pages, you could use lead pages, which is what I do actually prefer. I like lead pages. I've been using them for years. That's what I like. There's ClickFunnels. There are people who are ClickFunnels people. They love ClickFunnels. It's a little bit like a cult, right? Um, lead pages starts at like 25 a month. ClickFunnels starts at like 97 a month. Uh, there's also Insta pages. Or there are people that will create landing pages on their website. There are people that now it's like every email service provider is coming out with their own landing pages. MailChimp has landing pages. Uh, Aweber just came out with landing pages in the last month. Um, then there's also platforms that like kind of do it all, like Kajabi and Kartra are two. And just the other day I was asked which one uh, is better between Kajabi and Kartra. Now, Here's the thing, same thing with emails. Like, So you have like MailChimp, Constant Contact, Aweber, ActiveCampaign, Keep, um, and the list really just goes on. I think all these systems are very similar. It's like same, same, different for all of them. There's positives and negatives, and it's really so much based on your own business and personal preference and how much you want to spend, right? So it's like MailChimp starts out free, but then it actually gets more expensive than like Aweber when you have a certain amount of contacts in it. Um, things like Keep, which is formerly Infusionsoft, starts out at like a hundred bucks a month, whereas it's like Active Campaign starts out at like nine bucks. Uh, Aweber starts out at like I think it's like seventeen bucks a month. So, but it depends on what you need it for. And if you already have a system that you know how it works, as long as that system is working for you, I think just kind of keep it, right? Um, it's so different for everybody. I, there's nothing that I think like every single person needs to use this same platform, okay? Um, oh, you know what's funny though? Actually, I will say the one thing that I think is a little bit of an exception to that, I am definitely a fan of Zoom and right now I know Whew, Zoom probably has like more business than it can actually handle. But I do actually think Zoom is far superior to like Google Hangouts um, and other stuff. And I also use Zoom webinars for all of my webinars, which I find it to just be very easy compared to like GoToWebinar, which is way more expensive and compared to some of the other webinar platforms. But even that, if you already have a platform that you know that you love that works and is already integrated with all of your stuff, just use that. That is, yeah. So that's what I think in terms of that. Oh, gosh. We've got only a few minutes left. Um, I will tell you. So I've got also got questions about placing Facebook pixels. Um, if that is a question that you have, 
I do have a training that, oh gosh, I want to say it's like $37 for the training. It walks you step by step through every part of the pixels. Um, you know what? I do not know what the link is for that. However, if you have questions around that, send me an email, jen at theadsmaven.com, and I will send you the information to get that. In terms of audiences, same thing. I actually have a training all about creating your audiences. Now, I will tell you very quickly, you basically have cold audiences that don't know you at all, and then you also have hot audiences and warm audiences. A warm audience has been exposed to you a little bit. A hot audience like knows you really well and is basically super primed to buy. Warm audiences, we already talked about the four ways to reach them. When it comes to a cold audience, essentially you have two ways that you can reach them. One, we talked about lookalike audiences. Lookalike audiences are amazing. You also have detailed targeting audiences. With detailed targeting, I suggest that you use layers. It's like this and, or, but not. So I could say I want to find people who are moms and they have to also be interested in either Brene Brown or Elizabeth Gilbert and they have to also live in one of the top 50% of zip codes in the U.S. So I can say this and this or this but not this. So you can also choose to exclude things. Um, whew, so that's like a quick and dirty with the audiences. If you have more questions, please feel free. Email me, jen at theadsmaven.com. I'm happy to answer them the next time that I do a Q&A show. Or uh, if you would like to schedule some time to uh, see if we're a good fit to work together, schedule a time to talk about some ad strategy for you. Or if you're already running ads and you know that they could be going a little bit more effectively and you'd like to chat about all of that with me, schedule some time on my calendar. I'm more than happy to chat. That link is calendly.com slash Jen Posick, J-E-N-N-P-O-S-S-I-C-K. I'm pretty sure the link to that is in the show notes. Feel free. You can also check out my Facebook and Instagram ads workshop uh, for free at jenposick.com slash workshop. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you next week. Hope it's a good one. Thanks for listening to the Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.